It's the Titterpigs. And now it's time for Titterpigs, the RPG podcast. So am I getting paid for this? Jolly good show, Major. All right, it is Gen Con season, and we are here to talk about Gen Con with some friends of ours um, as we uh, take a look at the uh, Any Award nominees for 2022. And uh, those of uh, those of of well, you all who are here with us currently, besides you know my uh, my loving and kind uh, heterosexual life partner Keith. Um, <laughs> yes, I am. Also, it, go by the name of Kevin. Is is three wonderful people who are going to be part of our housemates uh, at the place that we're renting in Gen Con in Indianapolis here in a couple weeks. Uh, I have with us uh, Bud uh, from Bud RPGs Review. I have Pookie from uh, Reviews at. Uh, I always get this wrong. Is it pronounced Relaya or Relay? Uh, you can pronounce it any way you want. Okay, Just Re- don't call him late for tea. La. And then we have we have we have Debbie uh, and you know Debbie of the uh, Savage Worlds Love I think is a good way to put that in so um, yeah, that, and, that, that, that's fair <laughs> yes 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 so appreciate everyone here we kind of did a spur of the moment uh, down and dirty grab of everyone to kind of have a brief discussion uh, this is Thursday July fourteenth and tomorrow begins the um, the voting for all of the uh, nominees. And uh, we decided to just kind of take a look at uh, as many as we can, as, as many as we have time for, and have a little discussion about, about it. And, uh, you know, just kind of see what our predictions might be for the uh, different categories. So um, that was Debbie cursing. I had to edit out, edit that out. After that thing was, so. <laughs> well, um, we know what her, her prediction for the product of the year is going to be. No, we're just kidding. So, so anyways, uh, Introductions aside, I will kind of hand the uh, you know the the mic over to Keith, and if Keith want to, wants to start us up, we'll we'll kind of go to the top of the category and take a look at what we have and work our way down. So, all right. Um, so, kind of our rules of engagement, we're going to go through as many of the categories as we can. We're each going to kind of go just kind of around the room real quick and give our prediction for each person's going to give their prediction for the winner uh, of the category, who's going to get the uh, what is it? The gold any for the category. And then we're going to move on to the next category because there's a bunch of categories. So we're going to try to get through all of them. We'll probably spend the most time on the product of the year, uh, giving each of us giving our probably our top two. So we don't spend way too much time on it um, for our gold and silver ennies for the year. Uh, uh, so first up, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to add a couple things. We are not intimately familiar with some of these, so we may take a moment because, you know, not yeah. only uh, are Keith and I maybe not aware of all of these, but it's, you know, it's, you know, I would imagine that, you know, Debbie, Bud, and maybe Pookie, uh, which I highly doubt, isn't aware of, uh, of all, all these either. And there's no harm in abstaining either if, if you don't feel like, you know, you have a, enough information to go 
um, you know, to, to, to make your vote. This is not America. You don't have to choose the lesser of two evils. You can actually not vote. <laughs> and it, it, it actually will probably be beneficial. So uh, as opposed to here. So, all right. I just want to point that. out, though, it, it, it's kind of appropriate. There's like this raging thunderstorm going over where I live here in coastal South Carolina right now. So I don't know if that's ominous. Like it's probably getting some of the audio is getting picked up when the thunder claps overhead in the oh, background. Well, no, fair, really? Okay. I can enough. see it on my metering that it's getting picked up. But um, so there might be this when it when we release the audio that it, there's this kind of thunder in the background rolling. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that's ominous. We're talking about the Ennies and winners and who may win, who may not. And then there's this kind of thunder rolling in the background. I, I will add to that. I do have a some uh, rolling storm here. Also, I have uh, three uh, teenage boys uh, who are on summer break and they're completely. Oh, bored. God help you. They're bored out of their wits. When we're done with this, I'll be running uh, Deadlands for them. But they're 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 waiting as patiently as they can. But pizza will be arriving soon to, to distract them. So you may get some noise on my end. All right. Nice. All right. Let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. So first up is the first category is best adventure. So um, for those listening that don't actually have the nominees in front of them, we have extraction from. Uh, uh, so let me let me let me start all of this uh, with a caveat. There are some adult language in this, in the title. So just for anybody that's listening, be forewarned. If you got youngins in the room, you might want to plug their ears with your fingers or kick them in a butt and send them elsewhere. But that being said, we're going to press on. Uh, so the best, uh, the category or the names of the products for the best adventure are Extraction from Demon Fucked Cleveland, 1996. Hark, says the frog magus. Uh, jobs, the troubleshooters, the U-boat mystery, and uncaged goddesses. Mm. So let's go around the room. I will start with Pookie. Okay. What's your uh, prediction, my friend? Um, I'd like to say impossible landscapes. We all would. Okay. <laughs> I would love to agree with you, but it is unfortunately it didn't make it through the judges. No, but it deserves to bad be. judges. And yeah. unlike here in the states, there's no write-in votes either, so you can't vote for Bozo the Clown, uh, Harry the Mickey Talking Mouse. Horse, Mickey Mouse. But yeah, Alfred E. Nice. Newman. Oh uh, yeah, well we've got a we we, we Boris don't Johnson. You can't do any of that. Yeah, we don't. We no longer have to vote for Bojo the Clown. Um, <laughs> for that. Indeed. Okay, uh, I am going to go with um, odd jobs. Uh, which is a collection of um, essentially mini settings, um, uh, micro settings rather than necessarily than scenarios. I think that'll win uh, because of the authors. Um, the only other one I've seen is the troubleshooters, and it's good. And that um, the others I've not seen. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Bud, what's your prediction for that category? Well, I've only heard of two of these: the troubleshooters and caged goddesses. Um, though I would probably like the troubleshooters to win, I think on Cage Godless as well. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Scott, well, I, I, I would like to say thank you for that earlier caveat because Cleveland is a very dirty word, so I'll try to minimize saying <laughs> that over and over again. But like most, most other people, you know, Hark, Frog Mages, Demon Fuck Cleveland, Troubleshooters, and Uncaged Goddesses, I'm really only kind of familiar with, with the Troubleshooters and Uncaged Goddesses. And as much as the troubleshooters is a good game and that adventure, that adventure is decent. I flipped through it when it arrived. 
Um, I think Un Uncaged Goddesses, which, if I'm not mistaken, is a group of fifth edition adventures. Um, I, I, I want to say that one's probably going to nab that also. Okay. I would also uh, add that I, I, I am in favor of the, of the Cleveland scenario, um, especially as Cleveland is getting screwed over there uh, as a Denver <laughs> fan. Nice. All right, Debbie, uh, you have a prediction for this category? Um, I have not heard of any of them. So I'm going to go on the most fun sounding name, which is the extraction from Demon Bad Word Cleveland. <laughs> Excellent. All right. I, I too, since uh, I, I do not own or have not read any of those uh, particular products, I am going to go with the coolest sounding product because um, it just sounds like the most metal up there. I am, I am going to go with extraction from Demon Fucked Cleveland 1996 just because, well... Cleveland's getting demon fucked. I'm mm -hmm. just going to go with it. Okay. I'd like to uh, add, add real quick. You, you, for those interested, if you click on the link in the Ennies, uh, Extraction from Demon Fuck Cleveland 1996 is available for name your own price download for the PDF. So you can familiarize yourself with it for. Well, I guess I know what like. I'm going to go buy later just so I know what, <laughs> know what right. I'm voting for. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm buying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay next up is uh next category is best aid accessory digital so we've got call of cthulhu 3d digital gamer prop for masks of neurothrotep yep i cannot say it right bud correct me go ahead oh, well. <laughs> how do you how do you masks of it, it says on the cover of second edition, it, spe it, it phonetically spells it out. Why do people keep on getting it wrong? Nai Arlathotep. There we go. Bud said it and pronounced it properly for us. I, I like to say that Chaosium has led the way with this because I was just reading a copy of, uh, of uh, like 1979 White Dwarf last night. And there's an ad in there for Chaosium. And the ad states with three different pronunciations. Is it Chaosium? Is it Chaosium? And they said, "Don't doesn't matter how you pronounce it. Just buy your stuff." Is essentially what the ad said. So, no, no, it, matter, it matters with Nihilator. Yes, exactly. I, I would agree. I take personal offense if people don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the rest of the products in this category are Hexroll, uh, Morkborg Digital Monster Generator, Tales of uh, Zadia, the Dragon Prince Role Playing Game Digital Tool Set, and the Goblin's Notebook. Uh, Pookie. Uh, because it's the one I've really heard of and I think it's going to be big, is the Call of Cthulhu 3D Digital Gamer Props Master of Nalathotep. Okay. Bud, your prediction? Uh, I think it will be Murg Borge, and I know it's that because uh, because the author told me it was pronounced like that, the Digital <laughs> monster, monster Generator, mostly because it's an official product. Okay. Uh, Scott, your prediction? Um, as much as I enjoyed the the 3D digital gamer prop for the uh, masks, as they did give out like two or three as a freebie a while back. I don't know if it's still available. They are neat, but it's a niche thing. You have to have your phone and, and, and all that stuff. The Mork, the, the Mork Borge uh, monster generator, it, it, like their character generator, is, is top notch. I mean, you boom, 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 boom. Your game is up and running. You've got characters and monsters and you're you know out the door. Okay. All right. And Debbie? Uh, I kind of want it to be the Goblin's Notebook, but as I have not actually encountered that, I'm also going to go for uh, Morkborg, as the rest of us mere mortals pronounce it. 
um, because if it's anything like their character generator, it's going to be awesome. Okay. Uh, and it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is amazing. I'm going to have to go for the Morky Borgi um, digital monster generator as well, because everything they do that's official product uh, or officially endorsed has been over the top fantastic. So, yes, my vote is for that. Um, next category is best aid accessory non-digital. So in this category, we have the Call of Cthulhu classic prop set. We have City of Mist crime board game, or sorry, board map, my bad. Fate accessibility toolkit, the Metropolis core set. And finally, we have Toma summoning Arch Mage Royal Bundle. So Pookie, what are you thinking, my friend? I'm going to stick with uh, um, with a similar theme and go with the Call of Cthulhu Classic prop set. Okay. Uh, uh, I, uh, I thought I've seen of it. It's great, um, and it really it really nicely supports um, the release of the classic um, reprint that uh, Cozy was just released. Okay, uh, Bud, your prediction. Uh, now I think you think what you know what I'm going to pick, but you're wrong. I want to say the Call of Cthulhu Classic prop set because it is brilliant. But I think it'll be the Fate Accessibility Toolkit. That's about making the game more accessible. Interesting. Huh. Okay. I'm gonna. It's that's that's actually quite interesting. Um, it's not what I thought you would have um, predicted. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going on what I think is the best thing. I'm going what right. I think will win. What you think will win? Yeah. No. I. I'm looking at that right now and. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, fate is, you know, and evil hat are kind of, you know, known for trying to make their games as accessible as, as possible. And, and, uh, this is just another, you know, another thing that they, that they do to make, uh, you know, fate even more accessible. So I, I, God, I don't know. It's just, I don't know anyone who plays fate. And of course the only people that all my information comes from the bubble surrounding me, and everything outside of it is just, you know, static. So bubble, 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 bubble. <laughs> That's a joke. All right. <clears throat> so who's next? Uh, so Debbie's up. Okay. Hey, um, I know I heard, I've heard you guys talk about the, uh, the, the Call of Cthulhu prop set a lot, and you all really quite like it. I've just had a quick squint at these. And that uh, City of Mist Crime Board City map looks really good. Um, I've played it. It's a really good setting. Um, and that crime board map looks awesome. So that's going to be my prediction. Okay. Um, for me, I am uh, like Bud and kind of like Scott, I am, I'm on that cusp of the prop set and the accessibility book. I really think, um, I think the prop set's going to take it though. I do. I think it's, um, it's, it's made a lot of inroads. Uh, the accessibility kit, I think, is a far better product, personally, uh, in terms of what it brings to the, the gaming sphere. But I think as a, uh, as a response to likability and uh, I'm going <laughs> to accessibility, like people grabbing at it and wanting it and popularity, I think the prop kit's going to win. 
But I think the accessibility uh, toolkit is a better product, but I think the prop kit's going to win. So, yeah, Scott, I know that oh. look. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. No, I was just, you know, yeah, we're, we're here to be, we're here to be positive. So, no, no, uh, I, no. And, I, and I am being positive. I think, oh, I no, think the accessibility you. kit is fantastic. I don't think it's a better product. I think it's a product yeah. that, that, that's quite niche, but it's a product that people want. Yes. Right. Um, I think I think you'd be hard pushed to to beat the prop set for quality. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. Correct, and that's why I I think it's I, I think just the demand for the prop kit and its popularity is what's going to win. But I think the accessibility kit uh, toolkit collectively as a product is is a great product. Right. Because uh, I've seen uh, in its. Uh, I want to call it an Ashcan edition. I think it was released in early edition was 2019 or 2020 uh, as a PDF. Um, the print wasn't till 2021. Obviously, that's why it's here. Uh, but I've seen earlier an earlier iteration of it, and it has some really great stuff in it uh, that makes it a really good product. But I think just popularity wise, the prop kit's going to win. Okay, so that's my prediction. Um, all right, let's move on to best okay. cover art. In this category, we now, have oh, don't want to interrupt. Sorry, Keith, yep. real quick. Just want to note for you know for our contestants uh, here, <laughs> uh, you you this is one where you we'll we'll take a moment because if you'll want to click on the uh, the, the link to show you the the cover itself. So we we have yep. a moment to take a look at it. Yep, I've already I've already done that. You're well behind, Scott. <laughs> So best cover or best art cover, we have, uh, oh my God, I am, words are slipping me. Colossal. Colossal. There we go. The solo RPG adventure, lore of, oh my God. Athera. Athera. <laughs> oh my God. Today is a bad day for, for Keith. The Lost Druid, Thirsty Sword Lesbians, Uncaged Goddesses, and the last one is Wander Home. So we'll start again in the same order. We'll go with Pookie. Okay, I had a look at these, um, and I really like the artwork on Colossal uh, and Wonder Home. Uh, and I think, personally, I think I would like to see uh, Wonder Home win, but I suspect it's going to be Thirsty Sword Lesbians that will win. Hmm. Interesting for the cover. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, cover. it's a great cover. All right, uh, Bud, your prediction? Um, I'm discounting three of them immediately because I don't like cartoony art, and that would be Wonder Home, Thirsty Sword Lesbians, and Colossal. Yep. Uh, I do like the Code of, Code of Lord of Athera, but Aethera, I don't know how you pronounce it, but I mm -hmm. think uh, Uncaged Goddess is one. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Scott? Um, yeah, I... Mm, this is one that I could talk on forever, but I won't waste everyone's time being, you know, an art critic here. But I think, oh, what what I predict is going to win, as opposed to what I would like to win, or maybe what, what, what would Scott win. like to see win? It's not on this list, but anyways, uh, I think uh, you cannot say impossible landscapes in not, every category. Oh no. Uh, no, I, I, I've got, it's a toss up. Wander home has a good following. Uncaged goddesses has a good following. Thirsty sword. I think they all do. 
I just, you know, I, I do like the 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 lore of Athera also. I think that's what the best one uh, that's presented here. But I'm going to go with with Wander Home. I think Wander Home's got a kind of got a large following who who play and love this or play and want to play this game, not necessarily because of the game itself, but because of the artwork and okay. the cover being part of that. All right, Debbie. Okay, um, I quite like Colossal, but there's not enough going on there. Um, the picture for Wonder Home is quite pretty, but you can barely read the title, so I'm discounting that immediately because I had to actually look up, look back to the list to find out what that was. Um, I think I'm going to go for Thirsty Sword Lesbians. I like the colours. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's quite well proportioned and uh, it's quite actiony. Okay. It reminds me of the game I played of it, so it's all good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am. I'm a fan of the art. I like Thirsty Sword Lesbians. I've played the game. I like the art. I actually I like the art of all of it, but my prediction for the win is I'm going to go with Colossal. I think it's going to win. That's my prediction. I think it's going to take gold. Okay. Just my gut feeling. Don't know why. I think it's going to take gold. I'd like to see Wander Home win, but I think Colossal is going to take it. Quick quick question. Are there three tiers of, of winners in each category? Yes. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Okay. There is. There's, uh, if I remember right, it's gold and silver and copper. If not, it's just gold and silver. Got it. Okay. I think um, it's just gold and, gold and silver. It may, it may just be gold and silver. Pookie's nodding. So, yes, it's gold and silver. Um, so, okay. Next category is best art interior. Uh, for this category, there is Historia, the dark fantasy renaissance setting for fifth edition, the One Ring RPG second edition, Thirsty Sword Lesbians is, uh, is listed again, Uncaged Goddesses again, and Wander Home yet again. Uh, Pookie, back around to you. Uh, this is a lot more difficult. Um, I mean, I really like some of the artwork. The artwork in Wandering is fantastic. It really does um, uh, match the sort of like the Tolkien-esque style um, from back in the day, sort of like more pen and ink style. Uh, so I think that's the one that is going to win. Um, but I do like the artwork in Thirsty Sword Lesbians uh, and also in Wanderhome. Okay. Uh, Historia is actually really kind of nice as well. All right. Uh, Bud. Um, easiest one of the lot, the one ring. Okay. Scott. Um, I, I do like Thirsty Sword Lesbians. The artwork inside of it is is very playful, very colorful, and it, it you know, the game wouldn't be the same without it. But uh, I'm going to go with the one ring for two reasons. One, because not only for the same reasons Pookie mentioned, two, those who love the art of Simba Room are going to gravitate towards this. And three, with the release of the new, uh, you know, the new Tolkien show on Amazon coming out, the trailer, that's going to be hot in everyone's minds. And I think a lot of people are going to vote for that. Okay. All right. And uh, Debbie. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit undecided. I do like the interior out for Wonder Home much, much better. That's beautiful. That's gorgeous. In fact, they're all quite nice. I actually, conversely, don't particularly like the interior up sort of thirsty sword lesbians. Um, <gasps> I know, contrary. Um, <laughs> we're not we're not sharing a room now. 
Yeah, to be the fair, before, mate. <laughs> the art, the art, the art in Wonder Home is lovely. It looks like kids, kids' yeah. fairy tale books, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I'm going to go for Wonder Home. I think you're right. It does look like a fairy story, and that basically that's what all role playing is, isn't it? Telling each other fairy stories. I, oh my god, I Wonder Home or the One Ring. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Debbie on this. I'm gonna go with uh, Wander Home. Um, I think it's beautiful. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go with it. I think it's gonna take it as the uh, as the gold. I but then I think One Ring's gonna take the silver on it. But I think they're both fantastic. Okay, next up is best cartography. We have City of Mist crime board map. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this. Uh, Let's see, Zeb Chepeku. Shazepuku. Chepeku. It's like Czechoslovakia. Chepeku. Chepeku map collection. This is we keep Pookie around because he has an encyclopedia uh, and a library. Uh, Encyclopedia for mine and a library for his living space. And Bud is our living pronunciation guide. Dialect coach. (laughs) And, And dialect coach. Uh, then we have the Handy Maps, Dungeons, Caves, and Strange Locales. We have Cult, Labyrinths, and Secret Chambers. And then we have Scarlet Citadel Map Folio. Uh, Pookie. Okay. Uh, there are some really nice uh, maps here. Uh, the uh, Zabuku, uh, um set is really nice and colorful and bright. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to go with... Um, it's no surprises here. Uh, the um, handy maps, dungeons, caves, and strange locales, um, because um, uh, uh, I'm, 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 I know the I know the designer, uh, Glenn Seal of Monkey Blood Design and Publishing, uh, and he'd maybe he'd be most disappointed if I didn't nominate that. Um, and he's done some really great uh, great cartography. There's a really good book from Lamentations of Flame Princess, which is all just his stuff. So he, he's his cartography for uh, of map of, of, of ships, places, castles uh, for like the 16th, 17th century. It's fantastic, but uh, I'm going to go with him. Okay, uh, Bud. Um, I'm also going to go with Handy Maps by Glyn Seal with Multiple Design, and it's not because Glyn's a patron of mine. <laughs> okay, As uh, a- Scott. Bud, why is the Patreon page open on your computer? Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, why, why are you sharing your screen again, Bud? And we see <laughs> your Patreon list. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this this is another uh, category, you know, near and dear to my heart. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the City of Mist crime board is a beautiful thing. Uh, it's it's actually, I've never played it. I've hovered around the game for a while. It does make you want, want to go out and get it just because you get, you know, all the wonderful little filly bits with it. The Sepeku maps and the Scarlet Citadel maps—they're they're bright and pretty, and but I mean, they're 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 digital maps designed for BTTs, in my opinion. Um, and you know, the cult maps, while you know, atmos- atmospheric, they're black and white maps. I mean, they 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 do carry that cult vibe, but they're just kind of there. And, and without question, just just Glenn Seal. I mean, his maps personalized. Each each one of those things inside that box have their own personality. They're 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 wonderful. 
uh, beautiful. And, and I'm not saying that because uh, I want Glenn to pay for shipping when I order something from uh, Monkey Blood Design next time. So um, hi, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, Debbie. I'm going to agree with what people have said about the the handy maps. They are great, but they are very old school. So I'm going to go for the oh god, god, you're going to have to correct me. Zepeku, Zepeku, the Zepeku maps because they are God great. Almighty, Chepeku, Chepeku. Look, that's it's, why we keep it's the first half of Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Welcome and to Tenor Pigs, Chepeku. <laughs> oh, honest to God. <laughs> I'm trying to say, but but they are glorious, and I would have be happy to have most of those framed on my wall. Hey, Miriam Webster, hashtag sponsor us. <laughs> Actually, they they are gorgeous us. maps. To be fair, They're yeah. they are beautiful. They have really are, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it comes around to me. So yes, the uh, all of these maps are beautiful. I think my least favorite are the cult ones. They are nice maps and they're functional, but they are kind of. Black and white, they're bland. Meh. Um, you know, I kind of got to go with Glenn's, Glenn Seal's maps. I mean, I love that old school vibe to them, the parchment paper look. I mean, they are just, they're shit hot. I'm sorry. They got, I got to go with them. I think they're going to take it. They are good, but I'm going for yeah. color. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. I get it. Okay. Moving on. Best electronic books. So for listeners, these are products that were submitted that are only available electronically. They are not, uh, these are not POD books. They're not available in POD. And if they are, uh, if I remember right, the criteria for this category, even if they are available in POD, they are not available. They cannot be submitted for any other category. So all other categories have to be offset printed, professionally printed books. So these would be things that are exclusive to like DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, um, or Itch.io, uh, Gumroad, Lulu, things like that. So in this category, we have a complicated profession. Uh, oh my God. Anamnesia. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. I cannot fucking say words today. Scott, take over. <laughs> okay. So we have uh, anamnesis. That's it. Anam that's the word. Anamnesis. An an anamnesis it. with designer's commentary. We have <laughs> uh, One Night Strahd uh, by the Hedra Group. And I'm sorry, uh, Blinking Birch Games was the one for uh, uh, anamnesis. Uh, then we have the Lazy DMs Companion by Sly, Sly, Sly Flourish. Scott doesn't get words either. <laughs> no, but my mouth is dry. I'm thirsty as hell. And then finally, we have the Tomb of Black Sand uh, BTT Digital Deluxe by Swordfish Islands LLC. So okay, well, I'm glad Scott took over for that. We're gonna we're gonna go in reverse order now. So Debbie, you're gonna start. Thanks for that. Um, I, I have not heard of any of these. I've not seen any of these. I have heard a lot of good stuff about Lazy DMs stuff. So uh, that's gonna be my pick. Okay. Uh, Scott. Oh, uh, without question. Uh, I mean, I'm not as familiar with, with some of these. I've looked at the others, but uh, Tomb, of the, Tomb of the Black Sand, uh, not only is it a fantastic and beautiful book, it's a, it's a wonderful adventure. Uh, I, I remember when Jacob came out with the uh, VTT, just the tokens, and then it was followed up with, with this deluxe version. It is 
well supported, beautiful, and it is a it is a wonderful game to not only run in person but now you know in on online. So yeah, okay, bud. Um, the only one I've heard of of these is the, the Lazy DMs Companion, so I'm going to go with uh, Viral, a uh, Call of Modern Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> I'm only joking. Uh, I'm going to go with Sly Flourishes, the Lazy DMs Companion. Okay. Pookie? Um, I also agree with Bud. Viral should win this. Um... <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, no, it's on um, the man will be next week, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that the Lazy DM's Companion will win this, but I really like the look of A Complicated Profession, which is a role-playing, little role-playing game about what do bounties do when they, the galaxy no longer needs them. Um, and they start, they start uh, a new career as hosting intergalactic cruises for fickle passengers in lawless space. I think that sounds fantastic as a game. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the third voice for Viral, a modern Call of Cthulhu scenario. Uh, that the uh, that the judges apparently just like blew off and didn't consider. Um, however, since it's not on the list, judges. Those mother. Yes, those mother. Okay, sorry. Um, Scott, mother flippers. Yes, yeah, Scott. Thanks for bleeping me out there, buddy. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Tomb of the Black Sands, the VTT Digital Deluxe. Um, beautiful the the rpg itself is fantastic and uh jacob hurst does a fantastic job putting together the accessories for it and the vtt is just fantastic so um i think that needs to win and it should win so um and it will win moving on to the best family game product we have babes in the wood good strong hands no jokes. Uh, Laser Ponies Second Edition, Questlings RPG, and Wander Home. Debbie. Well, obviously, I'd like some good strong hands, but um, I'm going to vote for Wander Home. All right, Scott. Oh God, this is this is easy for me. This is uh, I'm going with Laser Ponies Second Edition by Hex Games. Uh, Leighton Connor is one part of my good friend uh, Josh Burnett's. Uh, publishing uh, company, I guess you can call it, JLHB Polytechnic. Uh, they they produced uh, Crepuscular, um, there, there Be Monsters or There Be Monsters and other things, primarily for DCC. But uh, yeah, just, you know, um, what, what's it called? Nepotism? Nepotism always wins in my category. So, All right. All right, bud. Um, I've not played any of these, but the one I like the most is Wonder Home. Fantastic. Pookie, your uh, prediction? I'm going to go with Wander Home as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Wander Home. That's my prediction. So, Leighton, when you win, know that these all three, all four of them will be in the audience. Be sure and give them two laser ponies straight up when you get your award. Uh, but Fantastic. On, do, you know, do you know what the irony is? We tried to get on the Wander Home game and couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we all game. did. So, so guys from Wonder Home, if you're listening, do a game hey, so we can play yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Jay Dragon, uh, I'm gonna make sure you get a. I'm gonna make sure Jay Dragon gets a link to this episode when we release it. Mm-hmm. A, a private game back at the uh, uh, at the uh, at the, at the house. house at the Jenkins yes, house. Yes, at the house. All right. Uh, next category: <laughs> best free game. Uh, 
Old Sanguine, a vampire masquerade New Year's Eve story. Champion be- Champions Begins, extraction from Demon Fucked Cleveland, 1996. The two th- uh, excuse, excuse me, the 2021 Level 1 Anthology in the World Beyond the Infernal Breach. Debbie. Uh, I'm sticking with Extraction from Demon Fucked I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally cannot swear. Um, from Demon Fucked Cleveland. I'm sticking with that. I've just had a quick squint and it, and it, it looks good. Fantastic. Scott. Um, oh, God. Does it still count if when I just picked up Extraction that I gave them a couple bucks instead of paying zero because it was pay what you want? Um, no, maybe. I mean, that okay. means you barred from voting. Uh, shit. All right. Um, you that know, means I, you support their work, and that is a good thing. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I, I'm going to go with Extraction from Demon Fuck Cleveland, 1996, although that Champions Begins does look pretty good. Okay, bud? Okay, I need to, I've not, I've not played any of these, but I need to correct you again on pronunciation. It's, what it's now? Old, it's, it's old, old meant lane. to be a play an old Lang Syne. Old so yes. it's old Sanguine. I missed, what did he and say? Old Sanguine. Oh, fine, fine. Right, so, so based on that, I'm going to pick that. I've not, <laughs> I've not seen any of the others. I think okay, it's a great fine. play on words. Yeah. Not Fair quite enough. as good as, um, the, the trail of the loathsome slime, but no, still a good one. Okay, fine. Yeah, absolutely nothing beats on the trail of the loathsome slime. Oh boy, Pookie, your prediction. Um, I'm gonna go with extraction from Demon Pleasure to Cleveland 1996. Demon Pleasure, <laughs> Demon Pleasure. <laughs> All right, uh, I too am gonna go from uh, or go with extraction from Demon Fuck uh-huh. Cleveland 1996. Ta da. Oh, that's so silly. Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sound the alarm. It Why? is it oh. is best oh. game time yet. So this is this is one where it's going to, you know, where most oh, people saying get I'm going to get triggered? No, most people get a little wrinkled. Most people get a little triggered. Uh, it's all right. We're not, we're not going to mention the bug, Keith. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So best game category. So we have... Uh, Colossal, a solo RPG adventure. We have Root, the RPG. I'm not Root. triggered. The Troubleshooters. Troubleshooters. Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Sword Lesbian. And Silent. Wise Women. Wise Women, good. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Keith, Keith, how good was the bag for Root that you got with it? Pookie? Oh. Pookie? Yes? <laughs> I'm not answering that question. When we get the best bag, we'll, we'll answer When we get one. the best bag, we'll talk about the bag. Magpie? I have you in my sights. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And, and also, Debbie? also, no, no, hold on. Mm-hmm. You not mm-hmm. have a magpie in your sights. You've got an infiltrator. That's true. <laughs> Debbie, I have you in my um, sights, and you're first up. I am. Yeah. Um, what is so what is your prediction? I've played Thirsty Sword Lesbians, and I've played Root. I've not played the others. Um, Thirsty Sword Lesbians was fun. But come on, Root, playing little woodland animals with with silly, silly, um, silly tricks and things you can do. It's got to be Root all day long. Okay, Scott. I When we had this discussion a while ago, my original pick was Thirsty Sword Lesbians and nothing wrong against this game. I played it too. It is a wonderfully fun game and a, and a really good time. But after kind of looking at this in more detail with, with all of you, I realized that there's an abundance of 
soft furries, you know, stuffed animal-y, you know, cutesy, chibli games throughout here. And I think that's kind of what tends to be leading towards everyone's taste right now. So it's going to be Root. Okay, bud? Um, I'd l- I mean, I like the, the fact that the Troubleshooters is kind of um, like like Tintin or Tam-Tam, as he's apparently, that's how you say it. Um, but I think Root will win it. Okay. I think it's that the book looks lovely, even though yeah. I'm not a big fan of everything cartoon the anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. Um, I do think Root looks pretty good. Okay. And Pookie. Um, I really love the troubleshooters. Um, yeah, and, uh, and basically these are the sort of the adventures of Tantan uh, role playing game, and it really is good. Um, but this comes down to uh, I think uh, two games going head to head. Which obviously are Thirsty Sword Lesbians and Root the Role Playing Game. And I really like both, but I think it's going to be Root the RPG that wins out. All right. Uh, we're going to go five for five. I'm going to go with Root the RPG. Um, yeah. I'm was, a fan there of was a, There was a bag that you got with the. Um, yeah. There was the a bag, and the bag Did is get- shite. It sucks. It's so, not described. So when you say it's shite, it's like those little bags that you pick up, you know, your, your, your dog leavings when you take them for a walk. I'm not following your... Um, so it's supposed to be a tote bag you can carry the game in because I was a Kickstarter backer, but it's it's no... It, it's it such a shitty bag. It, it's supposed to be a satchel. It, it's the equivalent of a bag I can throw my wet clothes and a pair of wet flip-flops in at the pool. That's the kind of shitty bag it's in. It's not worthy of a role oh, Okay, great. Okay. I'm triggered. We're going to move on. Pookie, well, well, stop. We're moving on. So it's perfect for when you want to throw your wet copy of Root into, into a bag. And yeah. Not We're going to move on. Hold on, Keith. Not sure if you're monitoring the email, but I just got a request to unsend an email, which I haven't seen in years. It is from Magpie Game, and they were <laughs> offering to sponsor Titter Pigs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. That's what list- happens when we live stream. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. How okay. they're listening to this now, I have no idea. But yeah. Go now we're getting, we're, we're at the best category uh, that I know we, uh, <laughs> most of you have been waiting for. Uh, we are at best layout and design. Uh, so we have in this category, oh, so we have landscapes. Uh, we have Octoon Cthulhu 2D20 Game Master's Guide. We have uh, Nova. We have Putrescence Regnant. We have Voidheart Symphony. So those are the, your four choices. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I skipped one. We have Delta Green and Possible Landscapes. Do we even have to have a discussion on this one? No. <laughs> Debbie says no. Scott, do we need a discussion? Well, everyone should just sound off one by one. Just so Okay, you know. Debbie, sound off. Delta, Delta Green. Scott. Impossible, Impossible Landscape. landscape. <laughs> <laughs> Bud, sound off. Putrescent Regnant. <laughs> Judas! <laughs> Judas! I think Dennis Pookie. is always going to block me now. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Delta Green, Impossible Landscapes. Yeah. Should have been should have been up for more awards than just this. Absolutely. Delta, Delta, Delta Green. Okay. Yep. I have spoken. It shall win. Okay. So yeah, we're going to move on because Delta Green is. Delta Green Impossible Landscapes is... By the way, we're all going to be there, and if it doesn't win, we're going to heckle the winner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, next category. Uh, 
Do we want to do best monster adversary? Or do we just want to skip no. it? No, because no, all right, we're gonna skip it. Best monster. Yeah, I don't care about a monster. How about uh, oh, best online content? <laughs> best um, online content? Yes, I, I say yes because there's someone okay. on there that I would like to at least. All right, so we have across RPGC. We have Dave Thumavor RPG reviews. We have Everhearth in. We have RPGbot.net, and we have Sly Flourish blog. So let's go. The let's flip the order back around. Pookie, you're up first. Okay, I'm going to abstain. Okay, duly noted. Yep. Anything? Points bad. I think Dave Thomavor will win. Okay, Scott. Uh, Dave Thomavor. Just you know, his channel is is fantastic, and he he works very hard to produce those videos, and it shows. So okay, and Debbie. Debbie doesn't do YouTube. She's abstaining. Okay, <laughs> excellent. Uh, I am going to. I've only recently started uh, checking out uh, Dave Thumavor stuff. Um, I've seen some of Dave, uh, Sly Flourish's stuff. I'm not familiar with the other three. So, of those two, I'm going to have to go with Dave Thumavor stuff. I think he does a fantastic job. He works hard at it and it shows. He puts a lot of effort to it and it comes across fantastic. So, I think it's going to win. All right. Uh, do we want to go best organized play? No. no. Okay. We don't give two shits. All right. Podcasts. We want to talk about podcasts. We are a podcast after all. Mm-hmm. Do we want to vote for our brothers and sisters? Um, they would all step on you. I would like to vote for our brothers and sisters because they're going to step on us anyways. And it's okay because we love them. So for best podcast, we have plus one forward. Uh, the Gauntlet Community. We have Ain't Slayed Nobody, Push and Roll LLC, Kill Every Monster, Pink Fauxhawk, and Roll to Cast. The last three that I named are not attributed to any organization or uh, entity mm-hmm. aside from the name of the podcast. Uh, Pookie. Uh, I've not heard of any of these. Can I, can I am I- sorry. Mm-hmm. Bud. Um, I th- um, I'm going to vote for Ainslade Nobody because they follow me on Twitter. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Scott? Uh, the only two that I'm familiar with is Plus One Forward and Ainslade Nobody. And uh, I know the Gauntlet has a good community of people, but uh, I'm going to go with Ainslade Nobody because they follow Bud. Uh, okay. All right. And Debbie? Um, I- and I've not heard of any of these either, but I'm going to go with Ainslade Nobody because they follow Bud on Twitter. All right. <laughs> Um, this, is, this is how you win. You follow blood. blood yes. Sorry, um, <laughs> right, can I ch- can I change my vote? Yes, you yes. may. Uh, which was the one that follows Bud on, on uh, Twitter? That would be Ain't Slayed Nobody by Push the Roll LLC. So, uh, okay, I'll vote for that one just because. Now there is that, also is it worth pointing out that is it worth pointing out that most of the ones I voted for follow me on Twitter? No bias. <laughs> Now, they Titter start Pigs with does A's. follow Bud. I just want to point that out as well. But Titter Pigs isn't nominated this year. I wonder why. Hmm. We only we, had we forgot to podcasts. nominate ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we were too busy drinking beer and, and recording episodes to nominate ourselves. Oh. Okay. Uh, Keith's going to vote for... Uh, I've listened to Plus One Forward for years. Uh, I've been li- Lately, I've been listening to, to Ain't Slayed Nobody. Both podcasts are fantastic, but I am going to go with Ain't Slayed Nobody. They just, they're like, a, on Twitter. 
They follow they follow Bud on Twitter, but they're just I mean, they just take it a notch above and they just do a really good job. So I'm going to go with that. Before we move on, I would just like to add for the 2023 nominees, you know what you need to do. Follow Drink more on beer, no. record more podcasts, and we're going to nominate ourselves. No, no follow, follow Bud, Bud on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Follow one of us on Twitter, and then then we'll have a then we'll have a vote off. Yes, yeah. No, no just yeah. just follow me. Yeah, just follow Bud. You'll win. <laughs> you know, don't because my Twitter feed gets clogged up with just nonsense. <laughs> I've got right. so many people muted. You wouldn't believe it. All oh. right, moving on. We're getting we're getting to the end of this list. So, mm-hmm. uh, best production values. So we've got Bard Song, or excuse me, Bard Song, Legend of the Ancient Forge, Call of Cthulhu Classic Prop Set, Complete Wizard Chronicle. Zhang Shi, Blood in the Banquet Hall, and Star Trek Adventures, the Tricorder Collector's Box Set. Pookie. Oh, um, I really like the, the Call of Cthulhu Classic Prop Set. Um, and I've looked at the Star Trek Adventures Tricorder's Collector's Box Set, and that's very nice. It's certainly it's, it's, it's an incredibly portable little version of the game because it does actually come in a little box, and you get a strap as well, so you can wear it like a classic 60s well, Star Trek. Cool. That's flipping nerdy. It... Sorry, <laughs> what are we doing here? Are we... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Geeking, yeah, nerding, I don't know. Um, so what's your I, vote? I'm going to go with Zhang Shi, Blood in the Banquet Hall, which I really liked. Um, you know, just the, I mean, it, it's a box set, and I like box sets, and lots of things in there. And um, you literally play on, on, on it, the whole thing is set in a Restaurant, and you literally play on, on on the dining dining table surface, as it were. He's nerding out. I love it. All right, Bud, what do you got? Anything? Okay, okay. I'm gonna have a rant here. Okay, so strap yourselves in. Okay. Oh shit! All right, a buckle in, everybody. Box set. A collector's box set should not be on a best production values thing. It's a collector's edition. It's meant to have better production values. The mm-hmm. Call of Cthulhu classic prop set. Every copy is the same. Mm-hmm. Apart from the pre-order ones, I've got three extra maps. But I don't count that. So mm-hmm. that's the one that should win it. The collector set shouldn't win it because it's meant to be a special edition. Right. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I, I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with you. Scott? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not as familiar with, with these as the, uh, you know, as much as these. I mean, I've seen the tricorder on various, you know, sites. Zheng Shi, I was not aware that it was a box set with a bunch of fiddly bits. So, um, Bard Song, um, uh, Complete Wizard Chronicle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keith is going to get his fiddly bits out. Okay. Well, too bad this See, is why not. Was, a- why wasn't that the best cover? That's a great cover. Yeah, that's. Oh, this cover's fantastic. For for the record, let the record reflect. Keith is holding up the box for Jeng Shi. Yes, um, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. The, com- the complete Wizard Chronicle. I know, it's just it's a, it's a it's a neat little diary. It seems like for making a Wizard in Five E. Uh, you know, it's from Beetle and Grimm. That's their speciality. But yeah, the it's prop over set. the top stuff though. Yeah, yeah, true. But but the the classic prop set. For the name, best production value is the absolute best production. You know, even if I was just looking at each site, best production uh, value. You know, without question. So okay, fair enough, Debbie. Uh, I, I want to vote for Mouse Ritter, but it's not on the list. So damn those um, judges! I know, evil people. Um, I really like. 
I really like the Tricorder Collector's set, but so I don't get murdered in my sleep at Gen Con, I'm going to get vote for the Court of Cthulhu props. I will kill, Deb, I will kill. <laughs> I know. And I don't Scott, edit that out. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's, 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 why, that's why Bud is taking up the entire left side of the duplex and all of us are sleeping on the right side. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the door between in every room. And the, door, and the door between them is kept locked every night. Oh, absolutely. Nice. All right. What you don't know, uh, Pookie, is you're on that side too. <laughs> oh, right. stop fishing with Bud. Thanks. Uh, it's going to be a new role playing game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keith is going to cast his, vo his vote prediction for Zhangxi Blood in the Banquet Hall. I think it is, it is beautiful through and through both books, the, the game board, all of the cards. I mean, everything about it is just beautiful. It's well constructed. It's gorgeous. The prop set is gorgeous. Um, I don't think the box set, the collector's box set, should be on there. I think that's an over the top thing. Again, like the like the collector's set. I think the prop set is an over the top thing now. Um, the Beetle and Grim, it's an over the top thing. Everything they produce is like, I'm not gonna say it's one off stuff, but it's over the top stuff. Is it best production value? I think that I think there should be a separate category for like special edition stuff. And I think that's where like prop set stuff and limited edition stuff should belong. And that's where those three things belong. You know, mm -hmm. best production values where things like um the the Bard Sung belongs and Jiang Shi and some different games. The other three things belong in like an over-the-top category. So that's just I gotta I'll get off my soapbox now. Um we're going to skip the RPG-related products because, meh, let's go to rules. Um, so for best best <laughs> I, rules. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah let's, let's talk about best rules. Well, let me, uh, let me... We have Colossal, the so, uh, again, the solo RPG adventure. Mm -hmm. We have Good Strong Hands because we know uh, Debbie likes Good Strong Hands. Oh, we have up. We have Haunted West. We have Nova, and we have Rest in Pieces. Pookie. Um. Kind of, I, I, yeah. I don't know what I don't know which of these is going to win, um, but I'm going to plump for Haunted West. I think that's the one that's probably got the most name recognition. Um, at, I have uh, a prediction. But... Yeah. All right, Bud. Okay, I've not read any of these, and Haunted West. I tell you what, I would retire before I finish that. <laughs> However, I'm looking at the list of writers, and it's got Chris Spivey, uh, Ken Hyde, Mark Morrison, Dennis Tatwiller. That's bound to be good. Yeah. I, can only, I can only imagine it's bound to be really good. Right. Um, so I think that's probably what I vote for. Although I I I would bet my last dollar slash eighty seven pence that the that the judges have not read that whole book. Mm -hmm. That okay. is a humongous book. Okay. All right, Scott. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a, a tough one because, you know, n not knowing any of these, it's hard to say what are the best rules. Uh, but, uh, knowing what I know about most of these, um, uh, I think Nova might be the nearest competitor to Haunted West, but I think Haunted West will take it not only because of all the wonderful writers in here, but my understanding is out of the, uh, you know, uh, 2,345 pages that are in that book, <laughs> only only 15 of them are rules, so it is a rules light system. 
Uh, I could be wrong, though. I could be totally wrong. You are so full of shit. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Debbie. Uh, Absolutely no idea. I've not read any of them, so I'm going to abstain. Okay. Uh, My prediction is going to be Haunted West with a caveat that none of the judges have actually read the bloody book because it's 880 odd pages, Mm -hmm. although Haunted West is several pages longer. Um, and I that, cannot that is imagine. Haunted West. Huh? That is Haunted West. Yes, it's 80, 880 something pages. Yeah, but, then you said but Haunted West is long. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Weird Frontiers is right, uh, a number slightly <coughs> several pages longer. Ah. Um, my bad. I apologize. But, but, but with, um, uh, Weird Frontiers or whatever, it is, um, that's going mostly spell books, spell, spell listings, isn't it? No, no, that's only like two thirds of the book. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but that being yeah, but that's said, six hundred pages, though, isn't it? Uh, the yeah, something like that. But the laundry list of authors, uh, contributors to the book. You know, you have obviously Chris Spivey, his publishing company, leading it off. Uh, Daniel Kwan. You have Ken, uh, Kenneth Height, Dennis Twiller, um, so on and so forth. I mean, you have a laundry list of good high caliber authors contributing to that product. So uh, I, I have not read it. I mean, I, I don't have 20 years to read the book. I mean, I just, I just don't. And I, and I just don't have the wherewithal to read it. I'm going to read weird frontiers first. Yeah. Um, unfortunately I don't have a week to read it. So, you know, I've got to it. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Pookie, just, you just be quiet over there. Okay. <laughs> Does that really take you an entire week, Pookie. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, I think it's about, about two yeah. days, surely. That's all. Okay. Take you to read oh, masks. Right. Okay, sorry. Two weeks, and I'm not reading anything else. Okay. okay. Fine. We're going to move down to the best supplement, so we can start wrapping two up this, centuries for me. this episode. Yeah, two centuries <laughs> for Bud. We're not doing best setting? Best, best supplement. You want to do the setting? No, I, I don't. I don't know any of them, and I'm not voting for Taldori. Well, I think I've been basically, if you're going to say of those all, uh, Tadayore campaign setting reborn from Darrington Press is going to win because the, the, um, the Matt Mercer. Critical role. Yeah. 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 There's my uh, vote. Uh, whereas I think there are actually some other interesting settings on there that I'd like to look at. Um, I, I would just like to add, um, Keith's opinion of Blad does not necessarily reflect the opinion of Titterpigs or any, affili- any oh, affiliation the, the with Chris Titterpigs. Chris is only after you. I've not joined the whole um, critical role campaign because Debbie doesn't do actual life, actual plays. God, I, you know, Scott, I cannot wait until we start this Debbie doesn't do segment in Titter Pigs. I, I'm just totally looking forward to this. Oh, yeah. It's a long list. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right, let's do best supplement and then, then, then let's jump to the last one, product of the year, and let's wrap this sucker up. All right. So best supplement, we have Call of Cthulhu, Cults of Cthulhu. We have City of Mist, Shadows, and Showdowns. We have Root, the role-playing game, or excuse me, Root, the RPG, Travelers and Outsiders. Sin, a Spire source book. And the last one is Untold Encounters of the Random Kind. Uh, Pookie. This is actually, I mean, I think this is actually a really difficult kind of catch because there's certainly... Uh, the, the first four of those, or, these are all decent supplements, but the first four really kind of stand out as really good um, and are going to be popular. Um, Root, because of the name recognition. 
uh, sin because it's it's an indie game that's sort of like people indie style game that people really kind of like. Uh, a, 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 that is Spire, of course. Uh, but me personally, I'm going to go with Call of Cthulhu, Cults of Cthulhu, because uh, um, it's a supplement that finally, finally looks at something integral to Call of Cthulhu, and that's cults. It's only taken 40 years for Kyozim to do a book on actual cults in general. And though it's specifically looking at um, Cthulhu cults, cults of Cthulhu, the information in there on how to create a cult is as, is as applicable to other cults as well as to, um, you know. Um, I think somebody's a Call of Cthulhu fanboy. Never denied it. Are you, are you looking at me, Debbie? No, I'm looking Bud? at all of you and a fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bud. What's what's your what's your prediction? Um, I think Cult of Cthulhu are going to win it because it's the only award they're up for. Calcium. Okay, Scott. Yeah, I I, I agree with Pookie and and Bud. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, Cult of Cthulhu, because I think you know out of quite a bit of these, this is one that is really a supplement. You know, it is actually going to do an excellent job of supplementing your Call of Cthulhu game in many many different ways. So okay. Debbie, um, I really love Loki battle map stuff. I think that I think that'll do well. But I think I agree with you that the Cults of Cthulhu will win. All right, uh, I think the Cults of Cthulhu is going to win. But damn, I'm really hoping uh, Root the RPG Travelers and Outsiders takes it. But I think they'll take the silver any. But I do think uh, Cults of Cthulhu will take gold. I really do. So, so Keith. You don't think that Root the RPG Travelers and Outsiders win is in the bag then? Pookie. Pookie, stop. <laughs> that, was, that was a pregnant pause of, of horror. You <laughs> couldn't believe he said it. Oh, my God. Okay. Product of the year. Okay. So we're going to change change what we do. So predict your gold and your silver, any. So your number one and your number two. So for this one, we have a few more options to pick from. So up for product of the year, we have the Call of Cthulhu classic prop set. We have Colossal, a solo RPG adventure. We have Dune Adventure, Adventures in the Imperium core rulebook. Uh, as uh, Atreides. Atreides, collector's edition. Zheng Shi, Blood in the Banquet Hall, Odd Jobs, Putrescence Regnant, Root the RPG, The Troubleshooters, Thirsty Sword Lesbians, and Uncaged Goddesses. Debbie, start us off. Okay, top, so... Your top two. What's yep. going to take gold and then silver? Um, Based on nothing but the... Um, frequency What's your instinct tell you? From frequency of appearance, I think it's going to be Colossal and Call of Cthulhu prop set because they're in so many categories. That if they don't, if they win all the categories, they're going to come out on top of the product of the year. And even if they don't win, they might come close enough to, to get enough points to be product of the year. Okay. Okay. Scott? So, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, of you know, luggage and bags and other things like that. But the, but the root bag, I think, has done a great job <laughs> of, God, you know, I hate you. <laughs> of just, okay. So, um, you're a tool. Steve. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Steve. So, oh God, this is—I I know who I'm going to vote for, but that's this is a tough one because I really want you know Hugh Tresson's you know Regnant to win uh, to either be gold or silver. 
and as much as I feel that there's a great community, uh, you know, revolved around uh, Morkborg, I, I just don't know it's going to be as strong as those who are actually going to go to this category first and select one of these two. And I think it's going to be um, Thirsty Sword Lesbians or, and or uh, Call of Cthulhu Prop Set. So I'm going to say Call of Cthulhu Prop Set Gold and Thirsty Sword Lesbians Silver. Okay. Bud. Okay. So I've got a quite a bit to say on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that collector's edition, is that the $500 one? No. 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 It's, one okay. of, it's one of the three sort of like mid-tier level ones. You can special buy. covers. Yeah. Yeah. Special covers. With, the, with the like foil covers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would put it down. If I would put it down to three here, I think Putestance Regnant, Root, and the prop set. So of those I, three, I think, what are your top two? Okay, I think Putrescence Regnant has, has a more narrow focus of market than the other two. Okay. Um, and I think Root will win it, but I wouldn't be surprised if the prop set win it because the prop set is just incredible. Um, I, I mean, for a product, you, and no one else is doing anything like that. I mean, how many other anthropomorphic animal games have we got? Um, I think I counted 16. But I'll just check. Hold on. And we counting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strangers. Oh, God. Well. Oh, I, th- I thought smart, you meant in, in for this year. Oh, no. in this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. But I think the, pros- I think the prop set will win because I, I don't think it's good as the masks one, but it's still fantastic. I mean, that's a high bar to hit anyway. I think that will win it. But yeah. if Root wins, I won't be surprised. Okay. Fair enough. So what is your gold and then silver? What is your number uh, one? I'm going to go what my gut says rather than what my heart says. My gut says Root will win it and the prop set will be set silver. Um, but what I want the prop set to win it and Root to be silver. Actually, no, I don't. Okay. I want Putessence Regnant to be silver. Okay. Okay. And Pookie? So, uh, carrying on from Bud, um, I'd like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Other Strangeness to be gold. Um, um, <laughs> Hang on, did Kevin Sambiada write that? No, no, yes. no hold on. I'm a lawyer representing um, Repladium, and you need to retract that statement. <laughs> um, and then, then, I'd, then I'd like Viral to win, to, to win silver. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen, is it? No. Okay. I'll just keep. I'll just keep on selling copies. It's fine. Okay. Seriously, um, <laughs> this is okay. This is a really difficult. Ca- really, you, mean you ca- went serious. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Okay, semi-seriously. Um, uh, to, this is a really difficult category. I mean, you know, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I think, I think it's going to be gold. Gold is going to be root the RPG. Um, and I think silver will be thirsty sword lesbians, but I would very much actually like it to be Jiangxi blood in the banquet. Okay. Uh, uh, to be gold, uh, and the classic prop set to be silver. Okay. I am going to be the stick in the mud because, well, that's what I'm good at. Um, I, I think, uh, several of these, I'm not, overly familiar with uh but several of them of them i am and i think a, a lot of these are just fantastic products and they all deserve to be gold sticking any's gold on them and let them all like you know benefit from it however that being said 
Uh, I would love to see Zhang Shi take gold. Uh, I would love to see Root take silver, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, I think personally, I think Root's going to take gold. <clears throat> I think the prop set will take silver. Um, just because I think Root has a wider appeal uh, across multiple demographic groups than the Call of Cthulhu prop set. Like, I'm yep. a Call of Cthulhu fanboy through and through, but I didn't buy into the, uh, the Call of Cthulhu Kickstarter for the early edition stuff, so therefore I don't need the prop set. Um, I don't have the earlier scenarios, therefore I don't need the prop set. It, so I, I just think personally that the prop set doesn't have, as gorgeous as it is, as, as many times as I've seen it from folks, as beautiful as it is, and as great as the Lovecraft Society does stuff, because I have the mass set and it's fantastic, and I'm not belittling anything that they do. Um, I just don't think that their stuff has as as wide of appeal as, say, Root does. Um, okay, I've got a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. In 20 years' time, which of those are still going to be selling? Um. That's a fair question. Uh, I think Magpie Games will have gone out of business and HP Lovecraft will still be selling. So will they still be selling the prop set? Probably, probably, maybe not. They may have gone on to other things and doing other things, but I still think they will be doing what they do best, creating fantastic flipping products. Yes. Um, I, one more question, Keith. In, in 20 years time, do you think the HP Lovecraft Society will give you a free root bag with purchase? Um <laughs> I would love the HP Lovecraft Society <laughs> to give me a free Lovecraft Society actual fucking satchel to hold my game stuff in, not that shitty pool bag. Well, the thing is, given the size of Root, I really imagine the sort of like it's a really teeny, eeny, weeny little satchel. Right. Do us a favor. Do us a favor, Keith. Just can you just show us on the screen because we're on Zoom in case anyone hasn't guessed. Can you just show us it? Why? So you can laugh at my pathetic no, no, pool no, bag? No, no, I want to see it. Let me have a look. <laughs> the, the root bag. You've seen it before, haven't you? This. You mean this pathetic bag? That is a gorgeous bag. What are you on about? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Why are you complaining about it? It's a fantastic bag. I mean, the thing is, yeah. I think it's absolutely great if Keith is going swimming. It sparkled <laughs> when you held it up, Keith. I mean, it shines in your natural sunlight. I mean, yeah, yeah I know the funny thing is I threw it up and it hit the ceiling fan and went, <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it an X bag now? Is, is it no longer a bag? Is it now shredded? shredded I don't fabric? even know where it went. It's somewhere in here <laughs> in my computer room, my office. So you um, say it just exploded once it hit a sitting uh, ceiling fan set on low. All right. You know, so it could have. I don't know. Set. That's the high quality bag that it is. Um, all right. So. Those are my predictions. Mm -hmm. That's everybody's predictions. Mm -hmm. uh, I would like to thank, uh, so let's wrap this up, but okay. I would like to thank Debbie, Pookie, Bud, uh, on behalf of Scott and I, thanks for taking the time to hang out with us. This went a little bit longer than we had thought, but that's okay. Yep. yep. Um, it's been fun it's having fun. you guys. What's it's that, Pookie? You got, you'll have got it in the bag. Oh my I, just, God. I just want to say, I just want to say, Kevin and Stephen, thanks for having us. Hey, you're quite welcome there. Uh, and I'm going to bring the bag to Gen Con with us. So, 
we got to run. We got to run. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And we are going to roll on out of here. Well, before we head out, just real quick, would like to add, if you'd like to give a shout out or speak with our, our wonderful guests on here, you can find Bud at Bud RPG Review on Twitter. You can find Bud's RPG Review. Bud's RPG Review on Twitter. You can find Pookie at Relaya Reviews on Twitter and Debbie at DragonGirl74 on Twitter. And uh, that's all I have. And much like Keith's or unlike Keith's Root RPG, this podcast is in the bag. Oh my God. <laughs> I love you guys. And we are out of here. Yeah.